Captain. Let's move. ABC Thursdays. Firefighters, we're family. Station 19 is back for its final and hottest season yet. The subject has explosive chemicals. Get down! With fiery romances. You're the love of my life. And Andy is finally in charge. I'm going to be the best damn captain the station has ever seen. Station 19. All new Thursdays, 10, 9 central on ABC and stream on Hulu. Uh, we're going to have a little fun here. We're going to talk to uh, somebody we've talked to before on the show. It was fantastic. Um, you know him. You love him. Rick Mercer, um, a Canadian comedic. I don't know if he's entered legend territory yet. He's getting there. He's getting there. I don't know what the qualification is, but he's certainly one of our preeminent funny men in this country, and he's back on the road. Rick, thanks so much for joining us this morning. Appreciate your time. Oh, thank you for having me. Last time we talked, you were promoting the book that you'd written during the pandemic because, as yes. you said at the time, you, you couldn't do anything else. You couldn't get on the road. How excited are you to be back on the road, back on stage, performing for people again? It's unbelievable. I can't actually... I knew I'd be happy, but I didn't know I'd be as happy as I was because I think everyone in show business and in a lot of businesses, for the last couple of years, in the back of our minds, we were thinking, well, maybe it's over. Maybe we won't do that thing that we did for so long anymore. And so we opened in New Brunswick, and to see a 1,000 people come out in a beautiful theater was just incredible. And, and it's been like that so far uh, right across the country. We're in Thunder Bay tonight, uh, heading your way, obviously. It's just been fantastic. I even find myself, like, I probably ironed a 1,000 shirts in a 1,000 hotel rooms getting ready to do a gig <laughs> in my life, and I always hate that part. I just hate it. And now I'm always humming a tune going, oh, we're going to go do a show in a theater. It's great. And uh, we should mention you'll be in Edmonton next Thursday, the 19th. You'll be in Calgary on Friday, the 20th. Um, it's not just Rick Mercer, though. This is the Just for Last comedy tour. So tell us about the show people will be seeing. Oh, well, Ivan Decker is an incredible comedian. He's been on Conan. He's got a Netflix special. He's won the Juno for Best Comedy Album of the Year. Uh, he's a phenomenal comedian. I watch. I stand on the wings every night and watch him. He's, he's so great. Iman El-Husseini is a Montrealer who went to New York. She became a superstar in the comedy world there. She plays the Just for Last Festival every summer. She always wins the audience fan favorite. Um, Dave Merhej, uh, he's on the TV series Rami, which has been nominated for Emmys, and he too won the Juno for Best Comedy Album. So I'm on the road with, with the A-Team. It's, it's just incredible. And, and everyone's dropped their A-game. And, and the show, The Laugh Start, from minute one, and they just roll all night. And it's a really fun show. It's also a light show. It's not a TED Talk. It's not a lecture <laughs> at any point, because that's the last thing anyone wants at this juncture, right? We just, people need to laugh, and that's what we've delivered. I wanted to ask you about that. We had a conversation about this on the air, I think a week or two ago. Whenever Dave Chappelle got attacked on stage, uh, right after Chris Rock got smacked on stage, David Spade put out a Netflix special and said, I, I don't know why I'm doing this right now. It is a minefield to be a comedian. You're a guy, like, I don't know, I mean, do you veer into the territory where you need to be worried about, oh, Rick Mercer's being cancelled, or you've, you've offended this person, or, I mean, how scary is it to be a stand-up comedian right now? I think everyone in the last couple of years had been waiting for that foot to drop at some point. <laughs> like, you know, like, there's certain people who they call me, and I see their name coming up, I go, oh, this can't be good, why are they calling? Um, you know, what have I done now? I'm like, I've always been very careful, but, um, yeah, that's that's just, I guess everyone kind of knows that that's part of what's happening out there. And quite often, the unfortunate thing is when, uh, you know, people get quote-unquote canceled for, for something that's taken out of context. Right. And 
I'm not a traditional stand-up comic in the sense, but true stand-up comics, they work out. The way they write, and I don't work this way, but the way they write is they go to comedy clubs and they free associate on subjects. Yeah. That's the way they write. So they're not out there going, oh, this is a statement I prepared. They're free associating on subjects and that's the way they create their comedy. And they're very nervous because they worry about that because they're out there basically improv and God knows what might come out of their mouth. Because we all know, if you're sitting around with a bunch of friends, everyone's saying things sometimes that would get them canceled if they were on stage somewhere. But you just have to deal with that. But this has always been around. What I find interesting is that there was always people wanting to cancel people. There was always people wanting to say, you can't record your album, you can't read your, you do your play, you can't publish that book. But it was always Puritans. Like in Boston, it was banned in Boston. It was always the Christian life that wanted people to stop being able to do what it is they do. Now, quite often, it's the left yeah. have decided to adapt this strategy of saying you're not allowed to do that. And you know what? It was a failure strategy to begin with. People loved to get banned in Boston because then they could put the sticker on their book that said banned in Boston and sell <laughs> books. So it's a, it's a failing strategy, and why the left wing has picked it up along with the right now is absurd to me. The other discussion we were having about this whole conversation, Rick, is where is the line? Who draws the line? Should there be a line? Seinfeld says, I do a bit on Pop-Tarts. I don't like Pop-Tarts. They're funny. It's a joke. Don't take everything so seriously. Is that fair? Everything is fair game, or does there need to be a line? I think all comedians uh, will say that they don't want any lines imposed on them, but I think all comedians also see other comedians sometimes and go, whoa, they crossed the line. Yeah. Because we all have our self-imposed lines. I mean, I know there's stuff that I wouldn't do. I know there's stuff that I wouldn't find funny. I, I'm not uh, in the business of telling you what you can say on your show or what you find funny. Or I just, I, I, It just wouldn't cross my mind to go there. And uh, so I guess short answer, no. I mean, what, are we going to have some sort of <laughs> some sort of, sort of committee, exactly. Central right. office that we have to the World Board of Comedy Lines. <laughs> yeah, I, you know, it's, it, yeah. You're yeah, right. It falls to the audience, Rick. I mean, ultimately, that's what it comes to. Last question. I'll let you go. I know you're busy. You're a political guy. I don't know if 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 the uh, the act you're doing now is political. I imagine there's some political element to it. You're a master of it. Politics, a little bit of it for sure. Go on, yeah. Politics in this country has changed. Not politics, but the way that Canadians react to politics. How has the audience been? Because sometimes, if I just say a certain word, um, I'm going to have people yelling and screaming at me. A single word can do it on this show sometimes. I mean, has the audience changed the way they react to political humor? Oh, sure. They absolutely have. And, and like I, I was doing a bit and I did say, uh, you know, I said, and then of course we, you know, we dealt with the lockdowns and some guy went crazy. <laughs> and I'm like, dude, let me finish what I'm saying. Like just me saying a word, yep. this person decided that they knew exactly what I was going to say and they weren't going to like it. Now, my position is even if I was going to say something you don't like, well, sorry, you're the one who came and sat down in the front <laughs> row. But, but uh, yeah, like, like you hear the guy out first. It's just a word at this point. I mean, I, I haven't even finished the sentence. And so, yeah, I, I hate to, yeah, well, there you go. People are quote unquote triggered, I guess. And again, that is more of the right being triggered, whereas it used to be the left who used to be triggered all the time. So the world is upside down. It is. But it like is. I say, it's a fun show, it's a light show. 
We'll get through it together, and it's what everyone needs. Yeah, absolutely. Come out, have a laugh. Just go out for a good time. Rick, can't thank you enough for joining us. I appreciate it. Can't wait for the show. May 12th in Edmonton, or sorry, May 19th uh, in Edmonton, and uh, May 20th in Calgary. Looking forward to it. Thanks, Rick. Thank you. Bye-bye. Have a great day. You too. That is Rick Mercer.